0: Hi, I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Friends with Elephants.
1: A show for the cool nerd in you. Remembrance Day is this Wednesday. And if you're in the United States, then it's Veterans Day. Over there in the UK, they honor Remembrance Day as well. So we have a very special episode for you for... Remembrance Day, uh, where we're going to honor those who fought for our freedom. One of the things that we do here in Canada is we wear a red poppy. And this also, I know, translates across the pond to the United Kingdom. Ivana, have you got a poppy yet?
0: I haven't picked mine up just yet. Admittedly, usually Blake picks one up for me. So... Really, I think he's dropped the ball this time. He
1: may have. I have lost 3 so far.
0: Okay, yeah, so you clearly need a strategy. Yes.
1: Do you have any tips on how I can keep these things on my clothes?
0: I'll tell you the tip that I use to be honest. Okay. I actually swap out the pin for a
1: safety pin. Oh, that is a good idea actually.
0: Because I'm not only am I afraid of losing it, I'm also afraid of poking myself.
1: There is a risk. I have poked myself many times with poppies.
0: Yes, and which is
1: a small price to pay, but all the same, it happens.
0: It does happen, and and I just I don't know. I'm I'm afraid of accidentally poking myself with a tiny little needle, which really won't hurt that much. But for whatever reason, that's why I normally swap it out. But there are other options, uh, such as I've heard recently that you could take like erasers and just stick the eraser. Yeah, I've
1: done that before. I've taken a little pencil chunk. Out of an eraser and shoved it on the end. That and did it actually, work? It did. It did pretty good. The best I ever had was I took a pair of pliers and I bent the pin all the way towards the center of the poppy.
0: Oh, that is smart. There's also uh tape. Blake uses tape, so he'll uh grab some just regular old tape on your desk and he uh puts tape around the bottom of it so that it's no longer pointy.
1: Oh right, and it's it's a little bit
0: thick. Yeah, exactly. What
1: are your tips for keeping a poppy above your heart for Remembrance Day? Please let us know. There are five things you should know from last week. Ivana, kick us off with number five.
0: Justin Trudeau is already knocking it out of the park as our prime minister and or Canada's prime minister, but we are in That's Canada. right.
1: So a journalist asked him, so why is your cabinet gender equal?
0: And he had the greatest answer of all time. Take a listen.
2: Um, your cabinet, you said, looks a lot like Canada. And I understand one of the
0: priorities for you was to have a cabinet that was gender balanced. Why was that so important to
2: you? Because it's 2015.
0: <laughs> and I hope that you also check out the YouTube link because in addition to what he said... I kind of liked his face when he said it.
1: Oh, he was so not amused.
0: Yeah, his face is like, is this really a question? Are you serious? You are a woman. Why are you asking me this question?
1: And I've got to ask, what were you doing when you heard that for the first time?
0: I felt so proud. I mean, clearly having an emotional week because I felt so proud that we had a prime minister that... She cried. I cried. She cried. I I cried of proudness. It is so amazing to have a prime minister for the country of Canada who is charismatic and is capable of playing on the world stage as a leader.
1: So I've got this box of Kleenex. No. Do you need it?
0: No. I've only cried once today so far.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number four, the parody Instagram account, Hipster Barbie, is finally calling it quits.
0: Do you think that that means that hipsters are dying?
1: Well, I don't know, right? Because I, I've i never really understood what a hipster is. I get flack at home from my girlfriend.
0: How do you not know what a hipster I is? I don't
1: know. She says they look like lumberjacks. I'm like, but what about lumberjacks? Are lumberjacks hipsters? No, they're not hipsters. And I'm like, I don't understand.
0: Okay. The latest hipster looked like a lumberjack. Before that... You had the hipsters with the suspenders and the super tight pants and but the why? like But why? Why are glasses? people dressing like that? Isn't okay. that just style? No. So a hipster is a person who is so opposed to the concept of being basic that they like try really, really, really hard to be unique. And in that they suddenly become not unique because they're actually just trying super hard and that's a hipster.
1: Okay, well, what do you think's going to replace a hipster if the hipsters are gone, what's coming next?
0: Well, before hipsters there was the emos, right? And before oh, that, yeah. there were there was a little bit of a punk resurgence and like before that there was Well, maybe we're going to
1: see people with pink hair again.
0: Grunge, do you remember grunge? That that was a thing. I like
1: the dying hair era. So maybe we'll see a resurgence in that.
0: What happens if hipsters still stick around, but then they become pink haired people? Oh, you know what else is hipster? That gray old lady hair when you're 20.
1: Okay. All right. I have seen that. I've seen that on the subway.
0: Yeah. So I guess it is coming back.
1: Hmm. I hate
0: that look. Like, why do you want to look old when you're young?
1: I don't know. I saw a bunch of gray hairs on my head and I was like, all right, silver fox coming in. No. (laughs) No. All right. What is number three?
0: A German couple posts about their experience hosting Syrian refugees. They tweeted about it. They talked about it. And basically, they went out of their way to tell the world that they hosted refugees in their home to gay men. And these are Muslim refugees. And you know what?
1: Everyone's getting along.
0: Everyone's getting along.
1: (laughs) It's funny because Germany is the number one place for refugees at this moment. They are full on opening their doors to all refugees. So it's wonderful to see a positive story like this in the news. And especially from a gay couple who are hosting these Muslims.
0: Yeah. And they're saying that they're not finding that these Muslims are being mean to them or saying that their relationship is evil or trying to suddenly cure them of it or even trying to convert them to Islam they're just really thankful that they have somewhere to live
1: huh kindness breeding kindness who knew who knew all right number two on our list Google is set to launch drone deliveries by 2017 that means if you are ordering the new smartphone it might be coming in like apocalypse now side oh wait that's not it that i almost did like the wizard of oz
0: <laughs> meets like
1: napalm in the morning
0: uh
1: but yeah just coming in flying in with your smartphone what do you think of this
0: i love it and um postal services of Canada and America and the rest of the world and UK as well as India because we have listeners in India. We sure do. And um, so you guys figure it out because let's get those let's use drones for good things rather than bad things. Why deliver bombs when you can deliver packages and parcels that people buy online?
1: I felt like you had something there. You could have been like, why deliver bombs when you can deliver boxes? But then you <laughs> went packages, and I'm like, oh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> and the number one thing you have to know from last week is...
0: France will end a lifetime ban on gay men giving blood.
1: Yay! And and why would they do this? Because it's 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we had Chuck McPhail from What's the Story on, and we did a little segment called Storytime with Chuck. And I have to say, it was, it was very sentimental, and I really enjoyed that. And I thought we could, at least for this week, avoid a nerd battle, avoid a top three turf war, and kind of extend Storytime with Chuck, even though Chuck's not here with us. I know he's listening. Um, and I wanted to ask you, what, what war film... Has affected you the most? We're honoring Remembrance Day, and I I always think of Schindler's List. I mean, I broke down when when Liam Neeson playing Oscar Schindler breaks down in his in his factory. Liam
0: Neeson like taken that guy. Oh is he yeah, on Schindler's Oh yeah, List?
1: he's incredible as Oscar Schindler, and he's he's rifling through. He's he's a very wealthy man during World War II. And he could save these Jewish people who work in his factory. And he and he starts breaking down. He's like, I could have sold this car. That would have been three more lives. And I, I could have sold this watch and this ring. And that would have been more lives. And there weren't enough. And I I, I sob. It's it's one of the most emotional moments I've ever had watching a film. Is that in the beginning of the and movie or the end? It's near the end of the film. And it's it's based on a true story. Um and it's about the Holocaust.
0: I, I mean, I, clearly, I've not seen this
1: movie. You haven't seen this movie. There are but other I have, films. I
0: have heard of it. I know what it's about.
1: Right. It's so tragic because he couldn't save more lives, and it's one of the, it's one of the most incredible war stories I've ever heard. And it's very personal to Schindler's List. Uh, sorry, it's very personal to Steven Spielberg. Um, he actually did the film the same year that he did Jurassic Park, which blows my brain that he could do something so amazing and then uh, something so heartfelt, g- heartfelt and sad. And it's it's a struggle of wartime. It's not actually you don't see a lot of battles. It's it's just what's happening in these um, in these ghettos with these uh, basically prisoners of war.
0: I mean, I guess that's the thing about war is that. It's not just about the battles. It it extends so much beyond that. It extends and touches the lives of so many people.
1: So what's yours? I just rambled on for
0: <laughs> I I don't really know if I can answer this. It, really, I I I don't I stay away from them. They um they Affect me too much.
1: I completely understand. That's why we're asking about the question. Like,
0: you were literally just talking about Schindler's List, and I almost started crying. I feel too guilty. I I can't... I'm not a fighter. I, there's zero part of me that guilty? is... Like, why is it that they have to give up their lives so that I can live this life that I have? I just... It seems so unfair. It, seem, it just It bothers me. The whole concept that even war exists pisses me off i don't understand why there is evil in this world and then good people have to give up their lives all those movies make me think is that why the heck are we fighting like what the hell are we fighting for
1: that's fair i mean the the price of freedom has always been high because we believe in it so much or because the the generations and the soldiers today believe so much in the rest of us being able to make this podcast or sit down and watch a film or go to our jobs and come home to our families because they believe in that freedom to do that as much as humanly possible. That's, that's why people go and, and lay down their lives because that is the ultimate price for the freedom that we, we love. And it's, it's amazing that men and women do this for us. Every day.
0: Astonishing. Uh,
1: They don't know who we are. are. These are real heroes. This is why when you're at a baseball game or you're at a hockey arena and someone says, we have a soldier here tonight. It's why everybody stands. He's willing to do what you can't do. And he's not asking for anything. He's not asking you to feel guilty. He's saying, I'll do this. You keep doing what you do, and I'll go and do this for us so that you can keep doing it.
0: I'm crying. (laughs) I know.
1: So we'd like to honor those who have passed, those who continue to fight for our freedom. We're going to do that right now.
2: In Flanders' fields the poppies blow Between the crosses, row on row. That mark our place, and in the sky The larks, still bravely singing, fly, Scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. Today is victory in Europe's day. But let us not forget for a moment the toils and efforts that lie ahead. We must now devote all our strength and resources to the completion of our tasks, both at home and abroad. Long live the cause of freedom. We shall not sleep, though poppies grow, in Flanders Fields.
0: Last week, the trailer for Alice Through the Looking Glass came out. So we thought, let's talk about that for Trailer Trash.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's coming up Memorial Day next year. That that kind of fits in with our Remembrance Day theme a little bit. Yeah,
0: I like that. It has a nice uh, circle. However, let's be honest. The movie itself has nothing to do with Mo- Memorial Day or Not at all. veterans or anything. Not at all.
1: Well, let me ask you this. Did you like Alice in Wonderland by Tim Burton?
0: I did not.
1: I did not either. I didn't think in a million years we would ever need to see a sequel to that film.
0: I am really not looking forward to this. At first I thought maybe it's a, a new reimagining. No.
1: No, this is Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter again. Uh, We've got Mia ruined that movie as Alice. She's I can't rem- awesome. I have I can't nothing, remember her name. nothing
0: against her. She's a great Alice. She did a fantastic job in that role.
1: Anne Hathaway is back as the white... And I hate whatever the way. I
0: really like Anne Hathaway, but I really don't like her as the White Queen. She looks freaky deaky, and I don't even. There's, I don't know what they do with the makeup and and her
1: hands and and the face. Yeah, and
0: she's a beautiful girl who has a lovely face. What I'm saying is that the production design somehow it's turns bizarre. her into something that I don't want to look at.
1: And it looks like the Queen of Hearts is back as well.
0: She is probably my favorite part of that Helena movie. Helena Bonham Carter. She's legit good. Even with her weird, warped face, it works. And it only works for her. Like, and Johnny Depp, he's. I think the worst thing about the Alice Oh, I hated
1: it so much. When he does that super dance at the end, of the, the Futter Whackin'. Ugh. The Futter Whackin' Mad Hatter dance.
0: It's like someone just wanted to swear, but not use the swear words.
1: Insane. Here's what it looks like. Alice is going back, and it probably is source material. She goes through the looking glass this time instead of down the rabbit hole. And she is coming back to Wonderland to save Mad Hatter, because Mad Hatter's gotta be the Number 1 thing is this cuz Johnny Depp coming back to save Mad Hatter and what she has to do is go and talk to Time who is a him who is Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat. Ugh.
0: Like ugh. And actually Sasha Baron Cohen is great, but I'm so unimpressed with this casting.
1: Let's find another weirdo to put in a, a movie by Tim Burton.
0: Yeah, like That's how
1: it feels. It
0: feels like that. It feels like Nobody cares. Nobody's doing anything in terms of acting with the exception, perhaps, of Mia, who, because this was her big breakout role. That's right. She's actually taking this seriously. Everyone else on this cast is like, nah, I'm just going to phone it in because it it's all about the production design.
1: One thing this movie has going for it. We talked about this last week. Tim Burton is producing this film. He's not directing it. So I feel like that's a plus in the column because he can get all of his weird visuals out into the world but another director gets to tell the story
0: now what is it that you have against tim burton as a director
1: i just have a problem with his storytelling i don't think it's a, it's very strong you know you look at charlie and the chocolate factory uh you know the reimagining of planet of the apes you look at batman returns even now batman, batman was amazing batman
0: returns was amazing
1: batman was amazing batman returns was just eh
0: no way. Batman and Batman Returns were both stellar movies that are equally good.
1: No, that is crazy.
0: That's not crazy. That's that's a fact. Not fact.
1: That is not fact. Don't even try That's fact. You rotten tomatoes that and critics will tell you and people will tell you that the original Batman is amazing. It's groundbreaking. It's incredible. Yes. But the and sequel Batman is just, was eh.
0: just as good as the first one. It was no longer groundbreaking because it was doing the same thing that the movie is previous to that was doing but it was equal it stepped up to the plate
1: I did completely disagree with you and it
0: started the two bad guy thing because the original Batman and probably one of my favorite things about the original Batman is it was one villain and what it did with Batman Returns is there was one villain and one semi villain and then that was groundbreaking in its own way because from every Batman movie after that they were like oh we got to get two villains
1: yeah but that didn't mean it was good.
0: No, but I that movie was good. It was obviously good enough to set a precedent that was used going forward. Anyway, we're not even talking about this movie. <laughs> what are we doing to ourselves?
1: Well, we're just having a conversation. We're just talking about Tim Burton and how I don't believe that Tim Burton is this fantastic storyteller that everybody else thinks he is.
0: I think that he is a very, very talented director and I think that... Sometimes he phones it in for the money. And I think that currently where he is with his career is let me phone it in for money, just like Johnny Depp, and not really care or do such a great job.
1: That's why I think Alice Through the Looking Glass does stand a little bit of a chance because Tim Burton's producing it. So he'll be able to put his style over it while somebody else gets to say, you know what, I got, I got final here. I am going to tell the story my way. And I think that might actually be Uh, good for Alice through the looking glass. But with that said, still looks pretty crappy.
0: I completely disagree on that. I Ah. think it looks really shitty. I think that it doesn't stand a chance. I think that they likely hired a director who would continue making a similar film to the first movie.
1: That's fair. That, I mean, hey, that sounds actually pretty bang on, to be honest.
0: And so I think this movie is gonna suck, and I and I will not spend money to see it in theaters because I did that for the first one and I regret it. Me too. No better time to introduce something new than our Remembrance Day slash Veterans Day episode, and that is hot topic in To.
1: And this week's hot topic is a doozy because if you go to Twitter and type in Christmas Remembrance Day. People are not happy if you are out putting Christmas decorations on your lawn, if you are in a store making your storefront Christmassy before Remembrance Day. And it, it asks the question, people celebrating Christmas now, are they disrespectful?
0: I don't know. I, I think that people celebrating Christmas right now is a little crazy. First of all, especially for our U.S. listeners, let's be honest, you're not supposed to celebrate Christmas until after Thanksgiving is done, and that's not even happening till the end of November. Right now, we're at the beginning middle of November. It is Veterans Day. It is Remembrance Day. I do think that this is the time of year that maybe you shouldn't be out getting a tree or decorating your house just yet. However... If you want to get a start on your Christmas shopping, that's a different story.
1: I agree with the Christmas shopping part. It's always good to get a head start. I have always been on the side of Remembrance Day. It's nice to go into a Starbucks or a Canadian Tire or a hardware store of any kind and see all the Christmas decorations. I do a little bit get bent out of shape saying, guys, we're not even past Remembrance Day yet. Let's get to Remembrance Day, lest we forget.
0: I guess that's the thing. For companies and stores, there's no money to be made off Remembrance Day because Remembrance Day or Veterans Day is a day for us to remember about the battles that people have won and fought on our behalf.
1: Well, maybe that should change. Maybe there should be... Like something that Veterans you can put Day in gifts? your maybe well maybe there's something you can put on your lawn or something that can be bought in stores for Remembrance Day. Maybe there's a, a a poppy that is a larger poppy you can put outside your door, and that that happens right after Halloween. Halloween comes down, and you put up your Remembrance Day wreath.
0: I mean, I in some ways I like that idea, but one of the things that keeps uh, this day pure is that it is a day about retrospectively thinking it's a day about remembering it's a day about honoring those who have fought so that we could live the lives that we have today and and those who continue to fight these battles for us so that we can enjoy our lands as they are and I don't know that I want to commercialize it. Like, I I like the purity. I like the fact that stores will have boxes of poppies. And if you want to put in, you know, five cents and take a poppy, you can. It's pay what you can. So that and all that money goes to the veterans. Do you know what I mean? Like, it goes to a a charity. It is not going into the pockets of a company. And frankly... I think that is more important. So if, if the companies want to be all Christmas all the time, as long as they still have that minute of silence, I'm okay. That's fair. Like what I don't agree with is companies that do not have that minute of silence. All the cashiers should stop working. Everybody, should, everybody
1: should stop and remember what happened. And the you know, it's...
0: It's a, it's a minute. It's a minute of your life. If you can't take a minute once a year to think about what the troops do for us. I'm sorry. I you know don't know what? know what to think about 100% you. A hundred
1: percent. You're right. It is not disrespectful to be in the Christmas spirit before a remembrance day. It is disrespectful to disrespect those who fought for our freedom in the great war and in world war two. And in and, some ways and, other and wars today, after. And yeah. today it is, it, it's ridiculous to not give it a moment of silence. I agree. I'm getting all worked up here. I don't know why I'm getting so worked up. It's not even Remembrance Day yet, but on Wednesday, I hope at 11 a.m., you just take a moment, just a moment to remember. Being really preachy this episode.
0: I really like it. <laughs> We're going to boost our US following. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> You're so preachy all of a sudden.
0: No, there's nothing wrong with being preachy. I don't, there is, you know, like when it comes to Remembrance Day, it's, there's a right and there's a right. And that's all that there is.
1: Well, I'm glad I'm on the right side of right. (laughs) (laughs) That is it for our very special Remembrance Day episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We did change up the format a little bit. I made Ivana cry, um, which who knows? I mean, she's crying at her prime minister. Maybe she'll just cry all the time in this podcast. Now, it'll be very exciting.
0: I'm not a crier. I don't want to cry. I refuse to cry.
1: Okay. Well, she's about to cry in a second. I want to thank Darren Osborne for reading in Flanders fields that you heard halfway through the episode,
0: which I hope made you cry as much as me.
1: Yes. I mean, it's a very touching, it was a very touching tribute. It was. And he is uh, on an afternoon drive show here in Toronto. You can listen at chfi.com or you can check him out. If you're in Toronto at 98.1 CHFI and he's on in the afternoons and he did us a, a real solid by by doing that, and I think it added a, a great deal to our show.
0: If you're interested in following him a little bit more, check him out on Twitter at DarrenOsborne98.
1: If you'd like to reach out to tell us anything that is on your mind, you can find us at friendselephants.com.
0: Facebook slash Friends Elephants.
1: Email us at friendswithelephants at mail.com.
0: Catch us on Twitter I'm at It Savana.
1: I'm at Jester J. And please remember to, this is the week. This is the one. This is the episode. You're going to log on to iTunes at some point and you're going to give us that rating that you, you've just hated the show from day one. And for some reason you keep listening, you're going to give us that rotten rating this week. So
0: you know what? We dare you to.
1: <laughs> we dare you to rate us. Uh, hopefully it's a five-star rating, but actually these ratings really do help. And they drive up our podcast in the new and noteworthy section and uh, and now
0: that we're no longer new we need your help to maintain our noteworthy status we
1: do we've been on there
0: a number of times but we need more help
1: we do and we want more listener feedback from you so please reach out anytime you want i just want to say for everybody who fought if you know anybody who didn't make it out or you know somebody who's still fighting we just want to say thank you so much
2: Thank you.